Hey friends, it's John Jay here. We're here with a one block talk in Old Town Pasadena and we are talking about God. We're in the middle of a set of talks around some questions I'm answering for an ordination uh, recertification. And each of these are gonna be on a specific like big idea within the Christian tradition. And so the first one is God. Last time I talked uh, and kind of got us into this conversation. Now let's keep going with it. Uh, there is this space. Well, let's talk about names first, all right? Let's talk about uh, just God, G-O-D. That term is really slippery because uh, God can apply to a lot of broad definitions of the divine. And what I say when, what I mean when I say God may not be the same as what you mean when you say God. And there's this question of, is the precision of our language important for uh, sort of stepping into a deeper understanding of what it is we are describing? Can our language carry the meaning we hope that it carries? We said last talk that Elohim is the first mention of the divine in the scriptures, but there are all of these other names too that God gets. And you've, if you've listened to like Christian music, you might have heard songs that just try to list all of the names of God in them, like it's some sort of contest. Uh, but there are other names like El Shaddai, uh, which has this other set of meaning. The main uh, name for God that is attested in the Hebrew scriptures is what we would call the tetragrammaton, which is a very fun word. It basically means a four character name. And those characters, if you were to render them in, uh, in English, it sounds something kind of like Yahweh, but in the Hebrew language, it's yod Hey vav Hey, or the set of characters. And there's all kinds of beautiful interpretations about God's name already. For instance, uh, the divine name is not pronounced in Judaism out of a, a sense of respect, but auto, also out of a sense of mystery, because it's not clear how you'd pronounce that name. So you may have heard the, the phrase Jehovah as the name for God, but that is sort of a, a best attempt at a transliteration of the divine name based on some strange uh, character arrangements and vowels and those sort of things. Uh, yod Hey vav Hey. Now, this name shows up most explicitly in this story out of the book of Exodus. Uh, so it's in the early, early chapters of Exodus. Moses, this character that becomes sort of the, the first big leader of the people of Israel when they are a nation, um, is on this mountain. It's called Mount Horeb, which is also Mount Sinai, which is a super important place in uh, the Jewish faith. And... Moses encounters what we would call a theophany or an appearance or a revelation of the divine. And it's in the burning bush. This is like a pretty popular story. So a lot of people might be familiar with it. And there's this bush that's burning, but it's not being consumed. And uh, out of this comes a voice. And it turns out Moses discovers that this is the voice of the divine, of the God who... Moses' great, 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 great grandparents would have experienced like generations before, says the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. These are the three big patriarchs of Judaism. And so Moses, over the course of the conversation with this voice, asks the question, like, who are you? What's your name? And even asking for the name is a fraught kind of question, because in the ancient understanding of the divine, if you could have a name for a thing, then you might be able to exercise some kind of power over that thing uh, or over that God. So it's almost like a magical spell. If you can say the right words and in incantations, then that God will do what you need that God to do. Um, and so, God, so Moses asked the question, what's your name? which is both reaching out for understanding and also trying to hold some boundaries around that which cannot be understood. 
So God gives a non-answer response. Uh, we get Usually it gets translated as, uh, I am who I am, which is a translation out of the Latin. In the Hebrew, uh, it's a really loose translation again. It's the to be verb, which is a very, very expansive word in all languages. The, the word for existence, to be. Uh, and in Hebrew, it is ehyeh, esher, ehyeh. It sounds like breathing. And it means I, I will be who I'll be, or I will be who I am becoming, or I am who I am. Uh, it's this word, this set of phrases that both answers the question, who are you, and also wraps the answer in mystery. Then God says uh, that God's name is yod heh vav which is this, again, this mysterious four character name. This is the name uh, that you will proclaim, God says. This is the name that you will know me by. It becomes this personal name. And the name of Yahweh, if we were to try and use the most popular pronunciation, becomes the way that Israel gets to know this God and enters into relationship with this God. So several chapters later in Exodus, the entire nation of Israel is at this same mountain with Moses and this God known as Echyeh Asher Echyeh. They enter into what's called a covenant. Uh, and knowing who you're entering into covenant with is super important. And so that is, I would say, probably the most um, important core uh, revealed name for the divine. So that's a whole block, y'all, on uh, yod heh vav heh, on Yahweh. Uh, we're going to come back at the next talk and talk a little bit about what it means that God is understood as parent uh, to Jesus. Okay, grace and peace, friends. We'll talk soon. Bye.